the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is filled with both sunshine and storms. But without God's navigation, souls can easily become spiritually shipwrecked. Anchored in Christ is a weekly broadcast that ministers the scriptures so we can know Christ the Savior and enjoy salvation, security, strength, and stability found only in Him as we set sail through life's marvelous journey. Here's Pastor David Kahiwat. Uh, Brother David, thank y'all. Thank you, Brother Kahiwat. Thank you, uh, Anchor Baptist Church. Anchor Baptist Church. It was Metro Baptist Church, I think, the last time I was here. And uh, just rejoicing what the Lord's done with you guys. And thank you. It's just so good to see this congregation of people. But, yeah, we got all those things in common. And we, But you know what we got in common that brings us together is our dearest friend, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we can sing, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. That's why we can sing... King of kings, Lord of lords. But through all these, he's my very best friend. Please open your eyes. Ask the Lord right now to open your eyes and to open your ears to hear God's word. That's what I ask from you. Please be attentive to hear God's word because this morning I'd like to present to you my dearest friend that I have on earth, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, oh, I love my family. I love my wife. I love my daughter. But every human being, no matter where you're at in life, you want two essential things. You want security and you want significance. Those are two fundamental things of life that every human being wants. And my dearest friend, Jesus Christ, gives me both of those. And if you don't know him today... I pray that you would come to know my very best friend. The title of the message is The Dearest Friend I've Ever Had. And what I ended up doing was, is I'm just taking some portions of Scripture where I believe the Lord is referenced as friend, and we're going to go through these portions of Scripture and see what it has to say about becoming a friend of the Lord Jesus Christ. And hopefully I can do justice in presenting to you the dearest friend that I have on earth. So with that being said, we'll start in the book of Song of Solomon. And a lot of, I know, Song of Solomon. And the Song of Solomon, that's uh, the song of all songs. In Spanish, it's canta de canta. It's the song of songs. It's like the best playwright. It's the, bless, it's the best song ever Solomon wrote if he had to write a song and how many he wrote a lot of things he wrote proverbs he wrote a lot of different things uh but out of the best things that he ever did was the song of songs and he tells the story about uh a king and a shootamite woman and they meet and of course we know it's about the lord it's really all about the lord jesus christ 
and he'd come along and met us, and maybe we were just that little shootamite woman sitting underneath the uh, shade tree, all burnt up and kind of ostracized by our family and not much to look at. But the Lord just come along and looked at us and loved on us and said, I love you, and I, I want to have you. And he invited her into the banquet house and put the banner over her, and it was love. And out of uh, the 10,000, he's the fairest. He's the fairest. But at any rate, let me get into this before I, I lose my way. Song of Solomon chapter 5, and I only want to read this passage because I think it's so beautiful the way it's worded. And I want to use it as a springboard message, a springboard to get into the message. Because if I was to read about friendship, I thought about friendship, and I'm like, okay, friendship. We got, we're thinking about friendship. You know, there's David and Jonathan, and there's other friendships mentioned in the Bible that you could go to. And I want to just present this as, I just love the way this is worded here in the Song of Solomon, chapter 5, verse number 8. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved that you tell him uh, that I am sick of love. And then the daughters of Jerusalem, they respond with this in verse 9. What is thy beloved more than any other beloved? O thou fairest among women. What is thy beloved more than another beloved that thou dost charge us? And then she goes on with some descriptions about what he is. And we could, I don't have time to get into those, but I want to go jump down to verse number 16. His mouth is most sweet, yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved. This is my friend. Let's pray, and I'm going to ask God to bless the preaching of his word. Father in heaven, I love you, and I thank you, Lord, and you know that um, I just, I, I wholly rely on you, and I need you. Hide me behind the cross. Lord, help me to say the things that need to be said and not say the things that do not need to be said. Lord, I pray that you would honor your word as it's preached. There may be someone here that's looking for a friend, but they haven't met the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray that your word would go forth, do a work as only it can. Lord, I need you, and I just ask you to bless and honor your word as it's preached. Thank you so much to be here and gather here and celebrate you and praise you and exalt your name. Thank you so much. I, I couldn't think of starting the week out any better. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. But he says, the proposition is this. We, you are, at the end of this message, you will make a decision to either accept or reject the dearest friend, the Lord Jesus Christ. At the, you're going to either accept or reject the Lord Jesus Christ by the end of this message. And if you already know the Lord Jesus Christ, this message will encourage you. And you'll come, uh, I pray that we'll just all be uplifted and we'll all just uh, be very, very uplifted and encouraged by this message that the Lord Jesus Christ, he is our friend. And you say, well, like the daughters of Jerusalem ask, well, what's, what's your friend above any other friend? What is your beloved above any other beloved? 
And it all, he's altogether lovely. He is my very best friend. I hope that I can present that to you as Christians and as preachers and anybody that knows the Lord. We've been given the ministry of reconciliation. And what that is, it's kind of like a matchmaker, if you will. You know, and you, you know, well, a matchmaker? Yeah, I want to match you with the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to present you to him. In a way, I want to tell you, come to the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to present him to you, to, for you to come to him. Okay? So, the first thing we got to do, if you want to know the Lord Jesus Christ, is you got to encounter him. You got to encounter him. And I thought to myself, what can we, where, where can I go to encounter the Lord? Turn with me to the book of Exodus, and there's all sorts of illustrations of encountering the Lord, Exodus 33. And you encounter the Lord by his word, by his word. If you notice that, it says, uh, I'll go back there in a, uh, in a minute, but it, when we read our text, he says, his mouth is most sweet. I don't believe that's talking about his kisses. I believe that's talking about his words. His words. His words are sweet. His word is better than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Um, but we need to encounter the Lord. Exodus 33, Moses encounters the Lord. And then after he encounters the Lord, he, God gives him the word. And the word was those tablets of stone, which was the commandments. Exodus 33 in verse number 9. And it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle, a cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle of the door, and all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, the young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send. He said, Lord, who am I going to send? Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name. And thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me thy way, that I may know thee, that I might find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall, shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto them, If thy presence go not with me, carry us up not Hence, for wherein it shall be known here that I and my people have found grace in thy sight. Is it not, is it not that in thou goest with us, so shall we be separated, I and thy people, and all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And I'll leave off reading right there. But Moses encountered the Lord, and you got to know the Lord. And I could think of many, many different encounters with the Lord throughout 
the Old Testament, the New Testament. But let me ask you something. Have you ever encountered the Lord? I remember when I encountered the Lord. It was a Sunday night after service. I had a lot of questions about heaven and about hell. And I was worried about my eternity. I was small. I was only about seven or eight years old. But I had an encounter with the Lord when my mother sat down beside her bed and she led me down what's called the Romans Road and led me to the Lord Jesus Christ. She introduced me to my very best friend at an early age. And I would like to ask you this. Have you had an encounter with the Lord? And how is it that we do encounter the Lord? We encounter the Lord by His Word. After Moses gets through meeting with the Lord and talking with Him face to face, and Moses even got to see the glory of the Lord, he said, hey, show me your glory. And what happens? The Lord said, Moses, I'll put you over here. And when I pass by, you'll get to see my hinder parts. But he couldn't see the front because he would have killed over dead because no man has seen God and lived to tell about it. Amen? But he encountered the Lord. And let me ask you this. Have you encountered the Lord by his word? John 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. But as many as received him, to him gave he power to be the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. After Moses gets through meeting with God, what does he do? He gives them the tablets of stone and says, the word. If we get saved and if we encounter the Lord, it's by his word. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. He's my dearest friend. Do you remember where you were when you encountered the Lord and you got saved? If you don't, make it today. Make this place. Make Anchor Baptist Church today the place where you encounter the Lord and you meet the best friend that you'll ever have on this side of eternity and into the future. What is your beloved among any other beloved? What's this friendship that you have that's so special? What makes Jesus so special? Well, he's only the fairest of ten thousands. He's only the one that laid down his life to die for my sins. He's the only one that can give me security and significance for my soul. He's the only one that can take off an old rotten garment and put on a new. If I just touch the hem of his garment, he could make me whole. I could be unholy and filthy and dirty and wretched and sinful. But if I just reached out and touched him, he would make me clean. What's your friend so special? What's him above any other friend? He loves you. He went through a torturous death that I deserved to die because he loved me. Have you encountered him? That's all I'm asking. Is, 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 have you encountered him? 
Now, another one is we need to get an encouragement from the Lord. Go with me to Luke. You need to be encountered. You need to have an encounter with the Lord. You need to meet the Lord. Go with me to Luke. On the subject of, I want to present to you my dearest friend. And I have some dear friends on earth. I do. But there's none as dear as the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, he knows you. He knows you inwards and outwards. Oh, Lord, thou hast known me, searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsettings and my uprisings. Thou understandest my thoughts afar off. He knows your framework. He knows what you're made of. And still he loves you. What's that? That's grace. That's unmerited favor. Have you ever done something and you felt ashamed? You got your tail between your legs. And you're like, uh, I'm back. And that person just hugged you and said, I love you. And you felt that grace. And then you felt tighter than ever. You were like bark on a tree. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I'm trying to present to you, my friend, the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to encounter him. I want you to be encouraged by him. Luke chapter 11, we're going to read a parable about some friendship. The Lord has just given the Lord's prayer and to teach us how to pray. And, you know, it's his will be done, not ours. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Let me take a drink of water here. Luke chapter 11, verse 5. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go to him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is, for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within answering and said, Trouble me not. The, the door is now shut, and my children are, in bed, are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give and say unto you, though he will not. I say unto you, though he will not arise and give, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Everyone that seeketh, receiveth. Uh, that asketh, receiveth. And, and he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. If the Son of Man shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If then, being evil, how much, how to, uh, if then, being evil, how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more? I love when the Bible says much more. 
that, that, that you've got to pay attention there. How much more shall your heavenly Father give you the whole, give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? So he's going through a situation here, and he says, and he's given a contrast. We started off with the Lord's Prayer, and he says, well, this is your kingdom, and this is how it operates. But he starts off, I'm sorry, with saying, this is God's kingdom, and this is how it operates. And this may be your kingdom, and this is how it operates. He's saying, you know what? You might have a friend that comes knocks on the door. Hey, it's 12 o'clock at night. Man, I need a, I need a place to stay. And you're like, hey, man, get out of here. I ain't got time for you, you know? He's thinking that in his heart. He's thinking that in his heart. If somebody comes knocks at the door and says, hey, I just rolled into town. I need a place to stay. And you're like, dude, you know what time it is? That's what he's thinking in his head. He's like, I don't even have nothing to give you. I ain't got nothing ready yet for importunity. He says, all right, come on in. I'll, come on, there's a cot. Throw a burrito in the microwave. <laughs> you know, it's hot sauce. Uh, you know. And he, and he serves him, and he because I look, we go back, and you know what? You're hard up. I need you. I mean, you need me, and here we go. Because you're my friend. I, I know I've had that attitude. Amen. But the Lord's saying, in contrast, it's not the way I work. He says, yet for importunity. So, what's that word mean, importunity? So, if you remember, Jacob got with God, encountered God, and he's wrestling with him. And he wrestles and wrestles and wrestles and wrestles and wrestles. And then finally, the sun's coming up in the morning. And the, the angel of the Lord, he says, let me go. And no doubt, maybe uh, Jacob's got him in a camel clutch or something like that. Some sort of wrestling move. I don't know. Too many wrestling moves. But he's got him in a good hold. He says, let me go. He says, no, I won't let you go until you bless me. That's kind of what this friend's doing. I'm knocking at the door. Hey, I need, to, I need a place to stay. Come on, help me out. Help me out. I like that. You want to know why? Because that's what I do with the Lord. Hey, I need help. I need you. And you know what my very best friend does? He opens. If I come seeking, you know what? I find. If I come asking, I receive. That's what my very best friend does for me. I'm trying to introduce you to my very best friend. To my very best friend. you got to espouse the Lord. I'm encouraging you. Ask, seek, knock, get to know you see the Lord, you see a Christian, you see some of the fruits of the Spirit that they have on them. And you're like, boy, I don't know what that person has, but I want it. Because even in the hardships of life, that person has peace and love and joy. What do they got that I don't have? Maybe you need to know the dearest friend, the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to espouse him. I, 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 let's go back to Song of Solomon. That's where we'll close it all up. And I could take you back to the song of all songs, the Song of Solomon. 
But you need to espouse the Lord. And I looked that one up. It's, you know, to choose and follow as of theories, ideas, and policies, strategies, and plans. All in. You know something? When you go to the altar and you marry, you espouse everything. You need to espouse the Lord Jesus. Have you encountered the Lord Jesus? Have you been encouraged by the Lord Jesus? Have you espoused the Lord Jesus? Psalm Solomon 5, verse number 8. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved, that you tell him that I am sick with love. What does that mean? Love sick. That's the blues. I miss the Lord. Taste and see that the Lord is good. I'm asking you to give him a taste this morning. There was a, an old-time preacher from years ago, from what I heard, which is a little illustration. And he's up there preaching, he's preaching hot, and he's preaching eloquent, and he's preaching Jesus, and he's preaching Jesus. And somebody walks in the back door and said, what's this Jesus all about? And he challenges them. Really? What's so special about your Jesus? And that old preacher pulled out an apple. And he said, and he bit that apple. And he looked at that man and he says, you tell me this. Was that apple sweet or tart? And the man looked back at him and said, I don't know, I've never tasted that apple. And he says, and you haven't tasted my Jesus. Taste and see that the Lord is good. It's the goodness of God that will bring a person to repentance. Have you encountered him? Have you been encouraged by him? Have you espoused him? Do you know, my friend, that I have presented to you today? My friend loves you, and he died for your sins. And he wants you to come to him by faith and believe on him and espouse the Lord Jesus Christ. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, if you do not know my friend, I pray that you would come today to know my friend, the Lord Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Anchored in Christ with Pastor David Kehiwat. For more information, visit anchorbaptistchurchsd.org. Tune in next week at the same time for Anchored in Christ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.